Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, hello. This episode is sponsored by Luke's English Podcast Premium. Just a reminder that my premium service is available. And basically what you get with that is new episodes arriving every month in which I focus on teaching you grammar, vocabulary and pronunciation. It's a mix of audio and video content. PDFs are available for the episodes. There are tests, pronunciation drills, and it's all there to help you improve your English. It might be a good way to spend your time. If you have lots of time on your hands during the lockdown, then why not get stuck into my premium content? And it costs basically the price of uh, a coffee or a beer in my local place when it's open. Okay, all right then. So uh, if you want the details, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium. And that's it. Enjoy the episode. Here we go. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're doing okay out there in podcast land during this difficult period. What difficult period? What are you talking about? What do you mean? What am I talking about? You don't know? No, everything's fine, isn't it? Uh, there's a sort of a virus thing going around. You didn't know about that? No, I have no idea. Everything's just normal for me. Who are you? Anyway, uh, I hope you're okay out there during this difficult time. It's necessary to say that, isn't it, these days? You have to say, I hope, you know, before you do anything, you have to say, I hope you're okay. I hope that blah, blah, blah. You know, you need to say that before you do anything. You have to acknowledge the fact that everyone is struggling or you have to explain that things are perhaps not happening normally because of the coronavirus and there are various ways of saying it. I'm talking about probably in work correspondence, any of you who've been doing work, emails or Zoom calls or any kind of work communication, you have to acknowledge the struggle of uh, you know the situation uh, you have to explain this um, and yeah there are various ways of saying it both informal and formal perhaps in a work email or something probably if you're if you're using the formal option I saw something on Twitter which made me laugh and I retweeted it um, if you follow me on Twitter then you might have seen that my Twitter handle is at English Podcast, by the way. So the thing I saw on Twitter was just a little meme about how in normal English we would say because of the coronavirus. But in formal writing, like in a work email, we have to dress that up in more fancy language. Like we'd have to say due to the ongoing situation regarding COVID-19. So anyway, I hope that you're not having too much of a bad time because of the coronavirus, or perhaps I should say, I trust that you are managing to maintain your working routines effectively in the context of the current situation regarding COVID-19. In any case, this is episode 658, and it's part two of a double episode. This is part two. Don't listen to this until you've heard part one. That seems obvious, doesn't it? But I just want to make it clear. Part one of this, which is obviously episode 657, part one contains loads of context and details, which I think you should hear before listening to this. So if you haven't heard part one, go and listen to that first. In part one, I started answering a question from a listener. And the question is, basically, why do British people sound American when they sing? It's actually a bit complicated. It's all about the conventions of modern pop music, which has its roots in the USA. But there are also plenty of examples of British singers singing in British accents. It's a mix. It's, it's all a bit complicated because it's not kind of black and white. Sometimes, even in the same song, you find, let's say, British artists singing with what sounds like a British accent, and then it sort of goes more American, depending on what's going on in the song. So it's all a bit kind of complicated. It's a mix of language, identity, music, and phonology. 
In part one, I answer the question in some detail and also point out some features of what I'm calling the American singing accent. Um, And that came at the end of part one. I actually go through some specific um, features of what the American singing accent sounds like, including things like the way certain words, uh, which I pronounce with diphthongs, that's double vowel sounds, um, like I and and ow and ear and so on. Uh, certain words which I pronounce with diphthongs like that, double vowel sounds, become flattened in the American singing accent to to single long vowel sounds, like, for example, in the words I find time mine. In the line, I would say, I need to find my time to get what's mine. But in the American singing accent, it would be like, I need to find my time to get what's mine. So, ah, and find and time and man, for example, I need to find my time to get what's mine. Okay, there's lots of examples of me experimenting with singing in these two episodes. Um, I don't, you know, I hope that, I hope that you're managing to uh, deal with that in the current crisis regarding COVID-19. Anyway, let's continue. And in this part, which I, which is part two, I'm going to continue to explore this whole area by singing some songs in different accents and by listening to some samples of music. I hope you enjoy it and find it interesting. Feel free to add your thoughts in the comments section or perhaps links to YouTube videos with other examples that you can think of. Maybe examples of British artists singing with American accents or perhaps British artists singing with British accents or artists from anywhere else, for that matter, singing in any other accent. If you've got a piece of music and you're kind of wondering about the accent or you'd like to share uh, a comment about the accent that you're hearing in that person singing, you can share it in the comments section. And it's not just British and American, of course. There are so many other accents that you might hear in English language songs. Reggae music from Jamaica, for example, is sung usually with a Jamaican accent, of course. Anyway, if you've got things to share, you can do that in the comments section. But now let's carry on with part two. And here we go. So this is this is where I pick up the guitar again. And I want to experiment with this by singing some well-known songs, either in an American accent, and that's the American singing accent as defined above, or a British accent. Again, which one? Well, probably my own standard British RP. But I also, I might try some Cockney or maybe some Liverpool or something like that. We'll see. So we'll start with British people singing with American accents. Let's, uh, let's see what happens when you sing certain American songs in a British accent. If you sing some songs in a British accent, they usually sound weird and wrong. You might disagree because you have a soft spot for for British accents. And in fact, more recently, there have been some very successful artists who seem to sing in a British R in British RP as a stylistic choice. But I think overall, most people would think it sounded wrong. Uh, if you sing American songs in an in an English accent, like in my previous example with Shallow, so I'm going to choose. Uh, I've just chosen four or five songs here. I'm not going to sing the songs in their entirety, just some samples. So we'll start with the with the uh, song My Girl by The Temptations, another sort of soul classic. And uh, I remember one of my former colleagues describing what happened at a school uh, party once, okay? So the school I used to work in, every Christmas they used to have parties and people would do performances, like people would step up and do songs or play the guitar or or whatever, and I used, I used to be in a band with some of the other teachers, and we used to play songs and stuff. But before I joined the school, there was this story about, I think it was a guy, one of the teachers, who uh, stood up and sang My Girl by The Temptations, but he sang it in a kind of, I don't know what the style, how you describe the style, a sort of almost like a public school kind of church choir style, like a Church of England choir uh, style but it's a soul song written in america and it was my girl and so imagine my girl sung like that it, it sound apparently it was so ridiculous that everyone was like really embarrassed and it was a huge cringe because the guy stood up and he sang my girl talking about my girl 
and it sounded awful and funny and everyone was cracking up laughing or trying not to laugh so i'm now going to try and do my girl you know this one i need to use the capo to raise the tone of the guitar i've got sunshine on a cloudy day and when it's cold outside I've got the month of May. So I'm doing this in, the, in an American voice. I'm trying to make it sound like the original. I guess, I guess you'd say What can make me feel this way, my girl? Talking about my girl, my girl. <laughs> That's a huge cringe as well. Anyway, uh, my girl, right? Talking about my girl. Okay, now let's try it with, uh, with my English accent. I've got sunshine on a cloudy day. And when it's cold outside, I've got the month of May. I guess you say What can make me feel this way My girl <laughs> Talking about my girl My girl, my girl Now I know, I'm, I know for a fact that some of you are going I prefer your version But I don't know if that's just because you don't know the original or not I don't know Let's move on to another one Which perhaps will be more effective to demonstrate my point and i'm going to try and sing take it easy by eagles i think they're eagles not the eagles you know take it easy now this is a i mean there aren't many songs that sound more american than this right well uh, when i'm running down the road trying to loosen my load i can't sing that high try not to fall off your chair okay Well, I'm running down the road trying to loosen my load. I got seven women on my mind. Mine. Hold on. I'm running. Okay. So, you know this. You, you, when you think of this song, you think of like long, open American uh, highways and maybe some like Ford like a truck or a like an american muscle car and a guy in levi's jeans and cowboy boots it's the eagles right um it's you know the midwest of america or it's los angeles it's about as american as it gets well i'm running down the road trying to loosen my load i got seven women on my mind for the one to hold me to the one to stone me and one says she's a friend of mine take it easy take it easy don't let the sound of your own wheels drive you crazy lighten up while you still can don't even try to understand just find a place to make your stand and take it easy. Okay. Um, this, the, this verse is the one. This is the most American sounding verse. Can I really try and can I not really sing it in the other key? Well, I'm standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. This is the one that sounds super American. I'm standing in a corner in Winslow, Arizona. It's such a fine sight to see. It's a girl, my lord, in a flatbed fort, slowing down to take a look at me. Come on, baby. Don't say maybe. I gotta know if your sweet love is gonna save me. We may win or we may lose. Oh, okay. Anyway, so let's do it in my English accent then. Well, I'm a running. Okay, let's do it here. No, here. Well, I'm. 
Well, I'm a running down, running down the road, trying to loosen my load. I've got seven women on my mind. Four that want to own me, two that want to stone me, and one says she's a friend of mine. Take it easy, take it easy. Don't let the sound of your own wheels drive you crazy. Lighten up while you still can. Don't even try to understand. Just find a place to make your stand and take it easy. I mean, that's it's ridiculous, isn't it? It's absurd. Take it easy. Well, I'm a standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. It's such a fine sight to see. It's a girl, my lord, in a flatbed Ford, slowing down to take a look at me. Come on, baby, don't say maybe. I've got to know if your sweet love is going to save me. I mean, for God's sake, I'm absolutely slaughtering the song. I think. Two more. Let's kill two two more American classics. Here comes um, Britney Spears, Hit Me Baby One More Time, which is actually a great song. I don't know if you're a fan of Britney Spears. I'm no Britney Spears fan, but you can't, you can't, uh, you can't argue with the quality of the songwriting. My loneliness is killing me and I, I must confess, I still believe, still believe. When I'm not with you, I lose my mind. Give me a sign. Hit me, baby, one more time. Okay, now in, uh, in my accent... Oh, baby, baby, how was I supposed to know? <laughs> Something wasn't right here. Oh, baby, baby, I shouldn't have let you go. And now you're out of sight. Yeah, show me how you want it to be. Tell me, baby, cause I need to know just what we've got. My loneliness is killing me. I must confess, I still believe, still believe When I'm not with you, I lose my mind Give me a sign Hit me, baby, one more time And finally, a song that will be close to many of your hearts uh, Under the Bridge by the Chili Peppers Let's see if I can do it in the right key Or in this key Sometimes I've... In American, in the American singing voice. Let's just sing it down. Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. Sometimes I feel like my only friend is the city I live in, the city of angels. Lonely as I am Together we cry I drive on her streets Cause she's my companion I walk through her hills Cause she knows who I am Okay. And the chorus? I don't ever want to feel Like I did that day Take me to the place I love Take me all the way I don't ever want to feel Like I did that day Take me to the place I love Take me all the way Okay, and let's murder it with an English accent. Here comes Jack the Ripper. So... Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. God, it sounds like some kind of like conservative MP. Oh, I'm so lonely. I just sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. Am I really exaggerating it? 
Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. Sometimes I feel like my only friend is the city I live in, the city of angels. Lonely as I am, together we cry. What is that chord? Just going to stick with E, and then the the, the chorus. I don't. I don't ever. Want. It sounds like fucking David Cameron singing it. Oh look. I, I, okay. I don't ever want to feel like I did that day. You know when I called the referendum and it, and it went the wrong way. Oh my god, that was awful. It was awful for about five minutes and then it went on holiday. But I really, really don't want to feel like I did that day. David Cameron singing the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't ever want to feel. Like I did that day when we lost the referendum. Take me to the place I love. Take me all the way. Okay, you get the point, don't you? I think you do. What about songs by British artists which are sung in an American accent? Because what we've had so far is American songs by American artists sung in American accents and British songs by British artists sung in British accents like Madness right um what about british artists singing in american accents and this i could pick almost any song by a british pop artist and the chances are that it will be sung in an american singing accent we had adele as an example but here are just some other random ones or ones that just i just thought of off the top of my head led zeppelin now of course led zepp are going to sound american aren't they because they are absolutely taking their influence from American blues. You need cooling. You need cooling. You need cooling. Baby, I'm not fooling. Baby, I'm not fooling. Right? Your girl, you need cooling. Baby, I'm not fooling. Which just sounds really American. Whereas these guys were from like the, the West Midlands. Wasn't Robert Plant from... Isn't he from like Staffordshire or something? Where is he from? Let's let's find out where Robert Plant actually comes from. In, well, he's English. Um, where? Born where? Born in the Black Country, West Bromwich. So in yeah, Staffordshire. I was right. I was right. He's from Staffordshire. So he certainly wouldn't say, you know, baby, I'm not fooling. He wouldn't say, baby, you need cooling, and I'm not fooling. He'd say, "Baby, you need cooling, and I'm not. I'm not fooling. All right, I'm not joking with you. I don't know if that's strictly speaking a Staffordshire accent. That's more of a Birmingham accent. Because I'm, you know, any any people from the black country listening to this will think that's not that's not a black country accent. That's a Birmingham accent. But you'd say it in a black country accent. Anyway, you need cooling, and I'm baby. I'm not fooling. Um, but you need cooling, baby. I'm not fooling. Mm-hmm. What about Queen? Freddie Mercury. Now, weirdly, Freddie is an odd choice, an odd case, I mean. He's an odd case because he seems to drift from an English-sounding voice in the verse. And this is, I'm using We Are The Champions by Queen. And weirdly, Freddie seems to drift from an English-sounding voice in the verse to an American one in the chorus. So listen to how he sings the word time, uh, time after time, in the, uh, in the verse time after time and then in the in the chorus when he sings no time for losers let's see let's see if i can find that spot in the song so how does he say how does he sing time when he sings time after time and then how does he sing time when he says no time for losers i paid my dues time after time i've done my sentence but committed no crime and bad mistakes I've made a few I've had my shoes and kicked in my face but I can't I to go on, 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 on we are the champions my friends and we keep on fighting till the end 
Okay. Uh, so he says, um, blah, 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 time after time. You can hear an I sound. Freddie was not born in England, but he did speak with an English accent. Um, time after time. So he's. you can hear the diphthongs in I'm, in time. But then when he sings... Uh, in the he sings type the word time again later it's a uh, no time for losers no time we are the no time for interesting see it's not black and white it's not just these people always sing it like this and these people always sing it like this is that the people are mixing it up it's really tricky it seems that the accents seem to drift around while pe- while people sing now, ultimately, I think this just shows that when people sing, they change their voice to suit the music. Freddie Mercury wasn't just a rock singer. He was also quite operatic and theatrical. And I think he probably chose to sing in different ways, depending on the feeling he was choosing, including some bits where he sings in a more English sounding voice and some bits where he's in full on rock god mode and he sounds more American. Let's talk more about British bands or singers singing with British accents. So, British bands uh, with British accents. So, let's consider some more songs which are clearly sung in British accents or moments where British accents are more obvious. Uh, We can also have fun singing them with an American accent to see how it sounds. I don't know if I'm going to do any more of that. There will be billions of examples of great British bands who sing in British accents. But here are some ones that I can think of right now. So, the Beatles, they're a difficult case because it's quite hard to tell when they're singing with with American accents and when they're singing with Liverpool accents. But there are definitely times when their Liverpool accents uh, came through or come through, in fact, still when we play their songs. It seems to me that uh, their accents became a bit more English, or maybe a bit more Scouse, as they went on, I mean, through their careers, which kind of backs up what uh, was said earlier. Um, Because in the early days, they were, to an extent, imitating American artists that they loved, like Elvis, Buddy Holly, Little Richard, Chuck Berry, and so on. Especially when doing cover versions like Long Tall Sally, so you can hear in Long Tall Sally Paul singing, um, have some fun, have some fun tonight, uh, have some fun tonight. Yeah, baby, have some fun tonight. And twist and shout when Jong is singing, and let me know that you're mine, mine, right? Not mine, but, and let me know that you're mine, mine, right? So they sung those early songs, which were cover versions uh, in the American singing voice. But later, as they wrote more of their own music and became more original, their own accents came in. They also used to make a point of singing in a Liverpool accent sometimes. Here's an example from Penny Lane, which is from the sort of, let's say, second half of their career. Although they only were recording for like 62345678. So they only recorded for about eight years. Anyway, this is from 67, Penny Lane. And specifically, I want to jump to the two-minute mark, uh, two minutes into the song, when you hear Paul singing, um, in Penny Lane, the barber shaves another customer. And he sings it with a real Liverpool twang. In Penny Lane, the barber shaves another customer. Pretty nurses as well nurses so you can start you can hear his liverpool accent coming through which is no coincidence really because the song is all about liverpool it's about you know it's it's paul being nostalgic for his hometown but listen to the way he sings customer or customer i would say customer in america it'd be like uh customer customer maybe but paul sings customer the uh sound instead of my uh sound. And I think in, in the, the American singing accent, it would be, you know, in Penny Lane, the barbist shaves another customer. I think they'd probably sing it uh, with the uh sound like in my accent, but in Paul's Liverpool accent, it becomes customer. Shaves another customer. Customer, right? 
Okay. Now it's that sort of uh, very English or British sound from some of the British acts from the sixties, the mid mid to late sixties, that was being, let's say, kind of copied or invoked by the Britpop bands, and a lot of Britpop bands also sang with English accents that were quite obvious and we'll hear an example later but here's another example from the Beatles this is Polythene Pam from the uh the Abbey Road album this is Lennon singing but I mean he's actually intentionally putting on a strong Liverpool accent in this song because this song is about a Liverpool character um have you seen Polythene Pam she's so good looking that she looks like a man so he's definitely singing it with a Liverpool accent Polythene Pam. She's so good looking that she looks like a man. She's so good looking, but she looks like a man. She's so good looking, but she looks like a man. I, I never, I always miss her, miss her lyrics. Have you seen Polythene Pam? She's so good looking, but she looks like a man. Well, you should see her in drag, dressed in a polythene bag. Yes, you should see Polythene You should see her in drag. You should see her in drag, dressed in a polythene bag. You should see her in drag, dressed in a polythene bag. Or in American English, have you seen Polythene Pam? She's so so good looking, but she looks like a man. You should see her in drag, best dressed in a polythene bag. You should see her in drag, best dressed in a polythene bag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there's John singing in his Liverpool accents. But then um, uh, this is Norwegian Wood and... This is not John putting on a Scouse accent. This is John singing in just his normal accent, really. But I want you to notice the way he sings I, which is, again, the first lyric of the song, the first word in the song. He sings, I, I once had a girl, girl. And it's I, definitely a rounded I with a diphthong. Not not like, I once had a girl. It's, I once had a girl, I. I, I think it's a, a rounded I sound instead of the ah, right? Um, another example from the Beatles. This is I'm Looking Through You, also from Rubber Soul. Uh, Paul McCartney's English accent is quite recognisable in some parts of I'm Looking Through You. For example, I thought I knew you, what did I know? He sings, I thought I knew you, what did I know? I, instead of saying, I, I thought I knew you, what did I know? It's I thought I knew you, not I thought I thought I knew you. And then tell why tell me why did you not treat me right? Why tell me why did you not treat me right? And the American version would be like, why tell me why did you not treat me right? Okay, although some bits in the stock in the song still sound a bit American, like you're you're not the same, not. Let's see if we can see if we can hear those bits. So we've got why I thought I knew you, what did I know, and why tell me why. Okay. I'm looking through you. Where did you go? I thought I knew you. What did I know? Right? I thought I knew you. What did I know? I thought I knew you. What did I know? You don't look different, but you have changed. You're not the same. So there, when he sings that like soulful bit, it's, it sort of becomes American again. You're not, you're not the same. Okay, we need to skip to the middle eight where he goes, why tell me why? Here we go. Why tell me why did you not treat me right? Why tell me why? So it's why, not why. Not why tell me why. It's why tell me why. Now, what's interesting here is that we can compare that version of I'm Looking Through You with another version that was recorded by Steve Earle. Steve Earle is an American country singer. He did a cover version of it and with a really strong-sounding southern accent. 
Can you hear my, my daughter in the background? That's my wife. Anyway, I think they're probably in the bathroom. Uh, okay, right, we need to hear Steve Earle going, I thought I knew you, what did I know? Instead of, I thought I knew you, what did I know? Let's compare the two. I actually love this version. So this is the Steve Earle version. And we're looking for those lines, I thought I knew you, what did I know? Okay, and why tell me why? Uh, All right, so here we go then. It's a fantastic cover version. I'm looking through you. Where did you go? I thought I knew you. I thought I knew you. Right, you can hear the ah. Where did you go? I thought I knew you. What did I know? What did I know? Let's go back to Paul doing it. I'm looking through you. Where did you go? I thought I knew you. I thought I knew you. I thought I knew you. What did I know? You don't look different, but you have changed. I'm looking through you. You're not the same. You're not the same. I mean, he's really countrying it up. You're not the same. I thought I knew you. What did I know? Your lips are moving. I cannot hear. I cannot hear. Your lips are moving. I cannot hear. Your lips are moving. I cannot hear. I cannot hear. I cannot hear. Okay, and we need to have. Uh, oh, this this line is good. Your vo- your voice is soothing, but the words aren't clear. This is Steve. Your voice is soothing, but the words aren't clear. But the words aren't clear. Your voice is soothing, but the words aren't clear. Your voice is soothing, but the words aren't clear. Okay, now we need to, why tell me why? We need that, don't we? Yes. Okay, here it comes. Yeah, why tell me why did you not treat me right? Why tell me why did you not treat me right? Why tell me why did you not treat me right? <laughs> and what does Paul do? Why tell me why did you not treat me right? Why, tell me, why did you not treat me right? Okay. I've got some more examples. We're, we're getting close to the end here. Well, that's my daughter's in the background. What? Mm-hmm. Attempting to get the pyjamas on downstairs. Let's have another example. This one is uh, for all the Smiths fans, Morrissey fans out there. And this is Heaven Knows I'm Miserable Now, an amazing song, especially the guitar playing and the bass playing. And Morrissey obviously is brilliant too, but um, just mad about the guitar, Johnny Marr and the bass player. I can't remember his name, but anyway, what we're focusing on is the way that Morrissey sings this. And one of the lines is, um, why do I give valuable time and listen to all of those rounded diphthongs? Why and I and time. Okay. Let's hear Morrissey then, and I'll just cue this up. I was happy in the haze of a drunken hour, but heaven knows I'm miserable now. I was looking for a job and then I found a job And heaven knows I'm miserable now In my life Why do I give valuable time To people who don't care if I
oh my god it's just amazing but um why do i give valuable time there you go another example uh this next one is the undertones who were from northern ireland uh punk band from northern ireland and the undertones yeah you can hear it in some of their songs like this one so this is my my perfect cousin my perfect cousin is it called my cousin kevin my perfect cousin uh my perfect cousin um right so and the 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 lines where i can really hear it is he's sure to go to heaven uh he's sure to go to heaven he's sure to go to heaven uh and he thinks that i'm a cabbage because i hate university challenge i would say he thinks i'm a cabbage but Fergal Sharkey, the singer, is going cabbage because I hit university challenge. Now I've got a cousin called Kevin. Now I've got a cousin called Kevin. <laughs> I've got a cousin called Kevin. Uh, I've got a cousin. I've got a cousin called Kevin. I don't know if you can notice it, really. It's quite difficult to notice. He's sure to go to heaven. Something like that. Sure to go to heaven. Always spotless, clean and neat. Always spotless, clean and neat. As smooth as He's got a fur-lined sheepskin jacket. He's got a fur-lined sheepskin jacket. He's got a fur-lined sheepskin jacket. My ma said it cost a packet. My ma, my ma said it cost a packet. My ma, my mum. She won't even let me explain that me and Kevin were just not the same. Oh, my perfect cousin. My perfect cousin. Do he doesn't. He's his family's pride and joy. His mother's little golden boy. He's his family's pride and joy. His mother's little golden boy. But there, here's that line about, he thinks that I'm a cabbage. Because I hate university challenge. Which is my poor attempt at doing a Northern Irish accent. He's got a degree in economics, mass physics and bionics. He thinks that I'm a cabbage because I hate university challenge. Okay, there it is. Uh, you know, I just wanted to represent Northern Ireland there. I mentioned Britpop bands. That was that sort of musical movement. It was kind of a made-up musical movement from the 90s with bands like Blur and Oasis and Pulp and stuff. Now, not all the Brit... The Blitplop? What's that? Not all the Britpop bands sang with uh, English accents, but uh, a lot of them did. And an example is Park Life by Blur. And this is, you know, they were really making a point. Damon, the singer, was really making a point of singing uh, with a with a strong London accent. So let's have a bit of part life. Part life, way! It's kind of a Cockney thing, isn't it? Um, obviously, there's what's his name, Daniels, Jeff Daniels, the actor doing the uh, the sort of uh, the the speaking part. But um, let's listen to Damon singing, and there's a London accent, definitely uh, noticeable. Hey! It's all London geezers and people. People be cockneys and all that stuff in it. All right, governor. So it's Jeff Daniels is speaking and he's right. I have to make a correction here. I just said Jeff Daniels was in the video for Blur's Park Life, and that's completely wrong. It's not Jeff Daniels. It's Phil Daniels. Jeff Daniels is an American actor who is uh, in the film Dumb and Dumber with Jim Carrey and lots of other things. So it's definitely not Jeff Daniels. It's Phil Daniels, who is an English actor, who has been in various things, including the classic British uh, film about mods called Quadrophenia. So uh, you might know Phil Daniels from Quadrophenia. But yes, it's Phil Daniels, not Jeff Daniels. So whenever I say Jeff Daniels, just, just convert that in your head to Phil Daniels. Okay? All right. So it's Jeff Daniels is speaking, and he's obviously speaking in a Cockney accent, but again, listen out for Damon singing. Confidence is a preference for the habitual voyeur of what is known as 
morning suit can be avoided if you take a route straight through what is known as... Part life. It's a load of old bollocks, isn't it, really, this? But anyway. John's got brewer's brood. He gets intimidated by the dirty pigeons. He gets intimidated by the dirty pigeons. I mean, I like the guitar playing, but the lyrics are a load of bollocks, aren't they? They love a bit of it. They love a bit of it. I mean, it's all a bit of a Cockney pantomime, I suppose. Part life. There you go. Part life. That gut lord marching. You should cut down on your pork life, mate. Get some exercise. Oh, the people. So many people. So many You know what I mean? All right, well done. And there are billions of other examples, I'm sure. But it's weird, isn't it, this whole thing? It's not black and white. It's not like all punk bands or all Britpop bands sang with their local accents. Sometimes they did. Sometimes it was definitely American. There's no escaping, though, the fact that basically rock and roll is American. Um, Let's have one more example. And this is singing in an American accent when it should be British and then people get annoyed. And this is an example of Alicia Dixon, um, who sings... She's like an R&B singer from the UK. And she sang the national anthem at the Grand Prix, the F1 Grand Prix once. And she decided to sing the national anthem in a soul voice. You know, that kind of soul voice. I'm singing in a soul voice. You know, that kind of shit. Um, and she got really criticised for this. Um because uh, she sang the main thing is because she sang god in an american accent and she got really criticized for it listen out for the way she sings the the word god in the national anthem here and her happy and glorious long to God save. And there's this is at the British Grand Prix with loads of British people everywhere. And it's like quite a ceremonious occasion. And she's going, God save our queen. And and uh, a lot of the kind of Daily Telegraph, Daily Mail readers were like, what did she sing? It's not God, it's God. So anyway, what is the conclusion to all of this? Well, basically singing is different to speaking. Accents change to suit the music and social rules are a bit different when people sing. Singing is a more open and free form of expression than speaking. Our accent when we speak is completely tied to our identity. But when we sing, it's more tied to the feeling we are trying to create or express in the music. Some types of music or some songs just have to be sung in an American accent and it's usually not a big deal. Some artists sing with British accents because they're expressing something uniquely British, like a folk singer like Billy Bragg or a rapper like Stormzy or maybe Damon Albarn, who's trying to do a sort of a Cockney pantomime sort of thing. It's also interesting to note that a lot of non-native speakers of English can sing in a native-like accent. But when they speak English, it's not the same story. And as an example, there's Paul Taylor's comedy routine. I don't know if you've ever seen Paul Taylor's show. By the way, his entire uh, one-man show, Hashtag Franglais, is back on YouTube. So if you search for uh, Paul Taylor Franglais, you might find it, the entire show. But there is, a, there is a bit in there about his wife, who is French, and how she, Paul is trying to help her to say uh, words with H in them, because French people um, often struggle to say words with H. For example, hello, how are you? A French person would, might say, hello, how are you? For example, hello, uh, how are you? Uh, hello, how are you? So his wife, the, the stupid thing is that his wife can sing hello in a song. So she can sing along with Adele's song, hello, and she sings it fine. But when she actually has to say it, it comes out as hello. So she can sing hello like that. But then when she actually says it, it's hello. <laughs> um, so anyway, there you go, folks. Uh, thanks for listening all the way through 
this episode. Those of you who are still with me, I don't know about the rest of you, there'll be skeletons with iPods on. iPods? No one uses iPods anymore. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and I'll speak to you again on the podcast soon. I hope you're doing okay out there in podcast land. Oh, there's my daughter again. (laughs) Until next time. What? You can come up if you want. Okay. She's going to brush her teeth and then she's going to come up. So there's going to be a little surprise visit from the little one. There'll be a little surprise visit. I'm trying to turn the light on. And then it's time for her to go to bed. Don't be something, girl. Are you happy in this modern world? Or do you need more? Is there something else you're searching for? I'm falling. In all the good times I find myself. Anyway, shall I sing? Shall I sing a song at the end? I'm going to do, um, I'm looking through you. Okay, I'm going to do, I'm looking through you by Paul McCartney uh, and the Beatles. If I can just find the chords for it. Uh, okay. Uh, accompanied by my washing machine. Someone, I don't, rem- I don't remember who it was. Someone wrote a comment on one of my episodes where the washing machine was in the background. And they said, thanks for this podcast, Luke. I now speak English and also speak fluent washing machine, which I thought was rather a funny comment. <laughs> well done. So that's it, isn't it? I'm looking through you Where did you go? I thought I knew you What did I know? You don't look different But you have changed I'm looking through you You're not the same Your lips are moving I cannot hear Your voice is soothing, but the words aren't clear. You don't sound different, I've learned the game. I'm looking through you, you're not the same. Why, tell me, why did you not treat me right? Love has a nasty habit of disappearing overnight You're thinking of me the same old way You were above me, but not today The only difference is you're down there I'm looking through you, and you're nowhere Why, tell me, why did you not treat me right? Love has a nasty habit of disappearing overnight I'm looking through you, where did you go? I thought I knew you, what did I know? You don't look different, but you have changed I'm looking through you You're not the same Well baby you changed Yeah I'm looking through you I'm looking through you Yeah No kid, I don't get a kiss. But this is recording, by the way. Come on. What? Uh, what? <laughs> what? What can you see? Beatles. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Which Beatles is? Which one's this? Who's that? Do you know who that is? Dan. No, it's not John. That's Ringo. This one. Who's that? 
John. John, yes. And this? Dan. <laughs> no, not all John. That's Paul. That's Paul. <laughs> and this is George. <laughs> this is a lovely little necklace. <laughs> uh, oh, you put my ukulele down, huh? <laughs> Do you want to have a go? <laughs> Come on then. Strong. Yeah, you're now playing the ocarina, little uh, Legend of Zelda. It's yours, I know it's yours, yeah. No one's going to take it away from you, don't worry. It's a little uh, little Japanese toy. Actually, one of my listeners gave that to me. Yeah, it's now it's now it's yours. All right. Give a kiss, give a kiss, give a kiss. Yes, I that I might be giving that to you later. Stop fiddling with all my stuff. You can have that, yeah. Interesting, isn't it? You speak a mix of French and English. Oops. <laughs> you nearly fell over, didn't you? Who's full of energy? <laughs> Who's full of beans? My karate. What? My karate. Your karate? <laughs> what are you talking about? My karate. My karate. How Parisian are you? You like your little Parisian merciquesa? It's his tail. It's a tail. What's this? What's this? What's this? It's a tail. Feet. Yeah, feet. Yeah, good. And these? What are these? What are these? Eyes. Yeah, and this? Nose. Yeah, and these? Ears. Ears. Are you saying good night to Daddy, Shay? Are you saying good night to Daddy? No. Come and say good night to me. Come here. No, Jamie. No, I'm not speaking to Jamie now. I've been I've been podcasting. Did you hear me singing? Mm. Yes. Really. We enjoyed it. Oh, bye bye. That's nice. Bye bye. Just give me a kiss. No, bye. No kiss. Or are you going to sing A B C? Come on. Go on then. A B. Right, well, it's time for me to, to end this episode, so I'm going to say bye-bye to my listeners. Can you say bye-bye with me? Come on, say bye-bye. Say, say bye-bye to, to the computer. Can you say bye-bye? Say bye-bye. Say bye-bye to the... It's not Jamie. It's not, I'm not speaking to Jamie now. Say bye-bye to the Beatles. Bye-bye, Beatles. Bye-bye, Beatles. Okay. Yeah, I know. This. Who's this, then? It's Paul. No, we're not watching the Beatles now. It's time to go to bed, isn't it? Okay. I'm going to come down and, 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 and kiss her goodnight. Okay, listeners. Obviously, I've got to go and put my daughter in bed. Okay, thank you for listening. Speak to you again soon, but for now, goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, 
you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.